Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got Larry on the phone. Hi, Larry. How are you doing? Hey, Stuart. Uh, why don't we start with this uh, uh, situation that seems to be building over there in Ukraine with uh, Russia, and uh, this could be very deadly serious, may not be, who knows, we come to the brink, we've done that before, and then cool heads prevail and things simmer back down. But anyway, uh, one of the headlines I got says, breaking news. This is from YouTube, a fellow that watches everything that's going on. World War III alert. U.S. deploys nuclear war command and control plane from STRATCOM. Now, this was in the United States, not over there. So I don't know if it's a practice run. Uh, or whether they uh, are just doing it to provoke Russia a little more. Remember, we had a, whoa, who was that, Senator Whitker or something like that that suggested we uh, have a first strike capability against uh, Russia, if I remember right? Whitker? Whitker. And, uh, of course, that immediately uh, put Russia on a, a war alert. And, uh, you know, a lot of dumb statements being made, and uh, it's going to be nasty, I think. Anyway, uh, the latest was that uh, Russia, as I understand it, and Larry can fill us in, uh, was that uh, Russia wanted some guarantees that uh, NATO would not accept Ukraine into their fold. And I guess uh, the reply was Ukraine can join NATO if they want. And, of course, the reason Russia doesn't want uh, NATO or or Ukraine into NATO is because NATO can then arm Ukraine with missiles. And it's no different than the Cuban crisis when we raised all kinds of protests against Russia back in the Kennedy era, and we went to DEFCON 2 on that. We're at DEFCON 3 right now, as far as I can figure out. So, But all of a sudden now, it's different when we do the same thing to Russia, and Putin has no right to be doing what he's doing and blah, 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 blah. Well, of course, we said the same thing to Russia under Khrushchev, and... Uh, Anyway, that got resolved, so hopefully this will, too. What's the latest, Larry, that you've heard? Well, the latest uh, report I had got today was Hal Turner posted one and then updated it, and uh, his headline was, Trouble is Coming Fast, and Situation Between U.S., NATO, Ukraine, the West, and Russia Mm -hmm. is now quickly coming to a head Russian Foreign Ministry says relations with the Western powers at a critical level. The Ukraine situation is in a state of imminent deterioration now. And, of course, uh, uh, Lavrov was was about to fly from Russia to Israel to talk with Israel about their attack on uh, the port of Latakia, just a short distance from where the Russian... Uh, military base is, and mm-hmm. uh, from from information Hal's updated, it indicates that uh, apparently no one's flying out of Russia for anywhere. They're all kind of bunkering down, and uh, Lavrov's not going. I mean, he even called off that mission. So something serious is, seems to be taking hold. And I just got a news flash before the show from Texas News Studio. And Mm -hmm. that's an alert system. It's a video alert system. And anyway, uh, their latest is that Russia now 
has blocked up to 70% of the Sea of Azov and blockades the Ukrainian Navy and says relations between West and Russia are at a critical level at this moment. Yeah, I got a little thing here from this morning. Russia issued warning notices for live fire exercises in 70% of the Sea of Azov, which therefore prevents the Ukraine Navy uh, from being in it, even though the body of water off the Black Sea lies off the Ukraine coast. So what they did was, this is very clever, and it wouldn't surprise me now if we get NATO uh, uh, no-tams, no-fly areas as well, and of course we've, we've run into this before, uh, here's a few other comments. Uh, so we are all but go to war with the Cuban Missile Crisis, but Russia has no such right with missiles next door to her borders. Russia will simply not allow U.S. NATO missile defense systems to be placed on the territory of Ukraine. Present U.S. missile defense systems can be changed out in about one hour, converting these defensive missiles from conventional warheads to offensive weapons armed with nuclear warheads without anyone seeing the change being done. And once changed, the missiles could be launched by U.S. NATO in a nuclear first strike against Russia and Russia would have only seven minutes to try to defend themselves before losing Moscow or losing Russian strategic nuclear missile forces. And remember the U.S. senator is talking about a first strike. So it's almost like it's designed or scripted to force Russia into a corner where she will have to act. And, of course, once this thing goes, if it does, we will be involved. And I would remind everybody of those uh, prophecies that were given, I don't know, 10 years ago, one by a pastor, or both of them, I think, by a pastor maybe, not the same pastor either, who said that the Lord had shown them that World War III would begin in Ukraine, and that uh, Ukraine would become a nuclear wasteland, basically, and that uh, Crimea would be all but destroyed. Parts of Western Russia would be hit. Parts of Europe and uh, Britain would likewise be hit. In other words, it goes nuclear fairly rapidly. So with all this wild rhetoric that's being bandied about, it's really stupid. It's insane. It's beyond insane at this point. But it clearly shows that uh, NATO and the United States are provoking a war with Russia. And uh, we would not stand it for two seconds if there were all kinds of Soviet missile bases along our border with Canada or Mexico. And they're always painting Russia as the bad guys. The Bible says just the opposite. It is mighty Babylon that is the bad guy. It's the CIA and our intel agencies, global deep state, that are engineering all of this stuff, according to the scriptures. And uh, it's just too bad with that we're, where we are but this thing can explode overnight. Uh, what do you think, Larry? Where do you think this is going to go? Well, it's awful interesting. I, I noticed you uh, used the same term that Augusto used on his show today. Uh, he was hoping that cooler heads would prevail, or, or basically, like he said, uh, that everybody would be the adult in the room. And I, you know, and, and I, I came back and asked him, though, I said, uh, well, everybody appears to have adults in the room in their governments except Washington, D.C., and there's not one adult in the entire room in the District of Columbia, not one. So it's going to be difficult for cooler heads to prevail when there's nothing in those heads. <laughs> yeah, you just got a good point. Yeah, it's the insane asylum 
And uh, I, I don't know. This has long been planned. This uh, World War III, folks, has been planned for a long, long time. It's in the literature of the elite if you want to bother to go look it all up and categorize it. But this has been around for a while. They've been uh, talking about having a World War III to uh, chastise the United States and then bring us up to full power under the United Nations. And uh, the United Nations basically has been formed as a toothless tiger, and it really doesn't have a lot of authority. But that will change immediately after we have a war of, of significance anyway. We have wars and rumors of wars all the time, as the Lord said would happen as we get towards the end. But sooner or later, this conflict emerges, and out of that conflict comes the new world order. And I believe it will also involve fallen ones and the arrival. And uh, I was looking at uh, a possibility that this is all staged as well, and uh, a fellow by the name of Serge Manansk, who died or was murdered, I think, uh, after he released a report called Project Bluebeam. And the reason I want to bring that up is we're on the verge of World War III. It's just a question of when and how it's going to go down. Anyway, in this Project Bluebeam is a uh, space show, he calls it, where does the space show come from, he says. The space show, holographic images will be used in simulation of the ending during which all nations will be shown scenes that will be the fulfillment of what they desire to verify the prophecies and uh, adversary events. This will be projected from satellites into the sodium layer about 60 miles above the Earth. Well, this is probably what some of these chemtrails are. We see tests every once in a while, but they are, uh, they are called UFOs and flying saucer sightings. Now, if you pay any attention to YouTube, we already know what they're doing. And uh, we've seen aircraft, airliners, for example, flying along like they're going to land at an airport videotape it's right on youtube and all of a sudden it stops and then it goes backwards and then it goes forward again these are youtube holographic or they're videotaping it and putting on youtube but these are holographic images which was used at the pentagon because there was no airliner that went into the pentagon it's easily proved that was some sort of a cruise missile that actually took out a very, very strategic area in the Pentagon. I don't want to get into all that, but uh, uh, anybody that's done any research on that, you cannot believe anything the government tells you. Use your own logic and use uh, look at the evidence. It's the evidence, uh, as Larry will tell you. The evidence is what determines the case, not what people are saying about it, the actual factual evidence. Anyway, the project has perfected the ability for some device referred to as tractor beams by ufologists to lift up an enormous number of people as in a rapture and whisk the entire group into Never Never Land. We see tests of this device in the abduction of humans by those mysterious little alien greys who snatch people out of their beds and through windows onto waiting mother ships. The calculated resistance to the universal religion, i.e. Luciferianism, and the new Messiah and the ensuing holy wars will result in the loss of human life on a scale never imagined before in all of human history. The projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, will merge into one after correct explanations of the mysteries and revelations will have been disclosed. 
This one God will, in fact, be the Antichrist, who will explain that the various scriptures have been misunderstood, misinterpreted, and that the religions of old are responsible for turning brother against brother, nation against nation. Therefore, old religions must be abolished to make way for the new world order religion, representing the one God, Antichrist, they see before them. Now, this is very, very interesting because I know a lot of people didn't pay any attention to uh, Obama's graduation speech he gave last year to the graduating class where he said the old ways don't work anymore. Well, what are the old ways? Folks, Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, these are the old ways. They're, they're all been misunderstood. They've all been misinterpreted. And they have to be abolished. Now, Warner von Braun, who was uh, brought over here under Operation Paperclip from Germany, uh, said that there would be a fake arrival, Project Bluebeam, and all of it was a deception, global deep state. Carol Rosen, his spokesperson, he was dying of cancer, so she took over and uh, really was his spokesperson, said that she was told over and over again by, by Von Braun that the last card of the military-industrial complex would be the alien card, that it was a hoax. And the Bible warns us, of course, about a strong delusion that is coupled to the arrival and false miracles done with high technology. So I believe this is all what he was unraveling. And, of course, he got murdered because he produced this uh, Bluebeam project. The only reason I'm bringing it up is this is a war we're looking at. Uh, and Larry and I have wondered from time to time, I guess for a long time, which comes first, war and then the peace agreement? A peace agreement that falls apart, and then war? Well, it looks more like war first. Big war, major war that shocks everybody into accepting a uh, universal peace agreement. What do you think about that, Larry? Which do you think is going to well, come first? <laughs> it's looking more and more, uh, you know, uh, because of the failure of the uh, communist movement, basically, and and their complete, almost uh, failure, they have no evidence, if you will. Uh, I was yeah. listening to uh, the war room this morning and where they were talking about uh, every time Fosse talks, every time Biden talks, every time uh, Saki talks, I mean, all of these talking heads, uh, Harris, all of them, they present zero evidence. All they give you is talking points and rhetoric. And that's what they said. Uh, all the evidence is on the side of the uh, whistleblowers and the real doctors. And they're the bad guys for trying to tell the truth, you know. Yeah. But it, what's interesting, too, uh, Steve Quayle put out a private uh, alert uh, a couple of days ago. And here, here's just the it, – it's, of course, Genesis6.com. But here's mm -hmm. the gist of it. He says, alert evidence of aliens is accelerating and is not coming through official channels. He says, here's a clue. He says, main Star Trek details was that the alien or Klingon spaceships could become invisible or cloak. He says, Hollywood spills the beans. He says, but now it seems even our, our own TR-3B craft can cloak. Yes. So what do you think? I think that's probably true. I was giving a seminar long, long time ago, and we had a guy from Israel. He was an engineer, and we were talking about the raid on Entebbe and uh, how all that went, and he said Israel had already developed cloaking ability. And, in fact, he says he thinks because of the videos of everything that they did on the raid on Entebbe, that they probably cloaked that aircraft 
so that you could hear it, but you couldn't see it. And uh, that's how they got right up to the, uh, well, I guess you could call it terminal building, whatever you want to call it, and they uncloaked. And, of course, by the time they uncloaked, the uh, soldiers had already left and, and were uh, going, now I don't know if that's true or not. He, he, he seemed to think it was. He was an engineer, very advanced man, and just happened to be in the United States at the time and heard about us and came out, a very, very interesting fellow. Uh, the next thing I, I want to bring up, and I think it's very, very important because it all ties into what Larry and I are talking about here, about this war. Uh, here's a headline. Pure evil. The United Nations unveils a statue at its New York City headquarters that resembles the beast from the book of Revelation. Actually, it doesn't. It represents a beast from the book of Daniel. And uh, I want to read Daniel uh, chapter 7, verse 4. The first beast was like a lion. It had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. Now, the old interpretation of those beast powers is Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. However, that's totally incorrect, and we can easily prove it by the angel himself who gives us the interpretation of it. But the old interpretation still holds for most people that the first beast is Babylon. Now, this thing that was as a statue is the first beast of Daniel, clear as a bell. It's a lion, I believe, very easily proved it's a lion, and it has the wings of an eagle. So what are they telling you? The same thing that we've been telling you for years, that the, the United Nations is the new Tower of Babel, Babel. It's in the great city Babylon. And if people don't believe that America is Babylon the great, the nation, they just need to study what the Word of God actually says. There are over 140 parameters, descriptive parameters, and only the United States of America fulfills them to the letter. And, uh, but I don't know, it's, it's like everything else, they add to or they subtract from, and they just cannot admit. Now, they're claiming that this was uh, uh, from the book of Revelation. Well, that's not true either, because in the book of Revelation, the beast doesn't have any wings, etc., etc., etc. So this is what happens with apostasy. Anyway, uh, guess when it was unveiled? 11 9-11. They're telling us something, folks, by unveiling this on UN grounds. It's an in-your-face revealing of who the United Nations really is. Babylon's Tower of Babel, or Babel, in the great city Babylon. And if people don't believe that that's true... On the carvings at the Church of St. John the Divide in New York City says right on it, New York is the great city Babylon. How is it that the occult people know what the Christians don't? I'm curious about that. How do these people call themselves Christians and they redact or refuse just about everything Jesus Christ gave to us. He is the spirit of prophecy. He's the one who tells us that America's Babylon the Great. He's the one who tells us that New York City is the great city Babylon. Nothing could be more plainer. Nothing could be more obvious. And yet, oh, America is not even in Bible prophecy, we're told by prophecy experts. It doesn't exist. We're not in there. We're such a godly nation, I guess. Uh, we're not in there. 
people ought to really stop and think about that for a minute. America is the one nation that recognized Israel in the land of the forefathers. Way back in 1948, we were the first nation to recognize the Israel as a state and a nation. We're the ones who protected Israel. We're the ones who have financed Israel. And yet God is so blind, he does not recognize the nation that has brought Israel basically into being. He simply used America to accomplish it. Just like he said, Ezekiel, the Valley of the Dry Bones, which you're watching. You've been watching it since the 1897 Congress, Jewish Congress where they laid down the plans for it. So the United Nations has just unveiled the statue right on the headquarters in New York City. This is a huge, huge sign as to where we are. And guess what it says? This absolutely gigantic statue is called the Guardian of International Peace and Security. What does the Bible tell you? When they say peace and security, sudden destruction cometh, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, ye are not of the night, ye are of the day, and that day cannot come upon you unawares, of course, unless you're a total apostate and you're not paying attention to what's going on. That's a huge sign, and it dovetails right into this war and the possibility of an arrival. It's all coming together. And Jesus said, when you see these things begin to merge, when they all start to coalesce, look out. Because we've had sign after sign after sign from Jonah writing on the wall, 666, 666, etc., 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 all in the last year. Anyway, um, here are some headlines, Larry. Uh, you know, come in anytime. U.S. Japan military drills take place amid escalating tensions from China and Russia. Putin's general warns nuke launchers, hypersonic missiles ready for action. Military chief warns Ukraine against attacking rebels. Invasion could be on a scale not seen in Europe since World War II. Major naval strait blocked off, which Larry mentioned, how they, they set up all these uh, exercises so nobody can use the Sea of Azov. Russian air defense missile systems spotted moving closer to the border. Bloodlust. Senator Wicker. Don't rule out attacking Russia with nukes and ground troops. What a complete insane idiot. Putin calls what's happening in Donbass genocide. Germany warns Russia will pay a price if it enters Ukraine. What do you think, Larry? I mean, the rhetoric is really climbing rapidly now. Well... I don't know if you knew it, but uh, Merkel's gone, and there's a new prime minister basically running uh, Germany now. I can't remember his name. But, you know, what he might have forgot is that they're in winter, and uh, Russia's <laughs> their only source of fuel. So there's going to be a lot of cold Germans pretty soon if they don't watch out. Yeah, this it's, uh, you know, people just don't seem to... Think about the ripple effects. You know, it's not so much the event itself, which can be horrible, of course, but it's the ripple effects after that that are really, really bad. Here's another one. Russia has publicly stated for years, well, it's not new, that if the U.S. NATO placed such missiles in Ukraine, Russia will have no choice but to attack and destroy them the same way U.S. President John F. Kennedy had to make the same decision about then-Soviet missiles in Cuba in the early 60s. Uh, then Russian Foreign Ministry said, if the U.S. rejects the issue of security guarantees, there will be 
imminent deterioration of this situation. So there you go, folks. Uh, this thing could light off anytime, or it could just simmer down again. But they have to have their war. They're running out of time. The Charlie Victor jab situation is seeing more and more resistance. And uh, if that doesn't work, and the uh, Omicron uh, scare that they're trying to bring about doesn't work, well, then you've got to resort to something else, which could be, of course, a financial reset. It could be um, earth changes of a magnitude not heard of, and we already know they have the weapons, the Tesla weapons, to do that if they want to, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know. What do you think, Larry? What do you think's coming down the pike next? <laughs> it just doesn't sound good, whatever it is. Well, that's very, very true. And uh, matter of fact, you mentioned what comes next. Uh, Hal Turner posted this today, kind of interesting uh, lead in this. Uh, it, he says, and if you'll remember, Israel actually was the first one that caught wind of 911, and and it did issue a warning. But uh, of course, the U.S. didn't heed it. You know, Bush and all knew better, so. Not, yep. I don't get. Let me correct that. They didn't know better. They was involved. So, yes. with that being said, it's odd though that Israel catches wind of something. Maybe it's because of uh, they're also linked into the New World Order and know what's going on. But listen to this headline. This is from Hal Turner today. Predictive programming event. Israel leads ten nation simulation of major cyber attack on world markets. Israel mm. seems to know what is coming to disrupt the global financial markets. So that's what uh, Hal Turner was saying. What does Israel know to be doing that? Well, I think the Great Reset has a lot to do with both a new version of humanity and also, though, of course, it has a great reset in finances and a new system of, uh, I guess one could call it cryptocurrency. I don't know if that's the correct name, but it's digital in its nature. And uh, uh, they will take total control over everybody's finance. You'll have uh, a digital wallet, but it will be controlled by global deep state. And uh, you either obey or you get punished. You, like, you want to write a check, you can't. Or if you want to buy something on your credit card, well, you've been a bad boy or a bad girl, you can't do that. And they can isolate you and destroy you that way. And uh, this is why they want to set this up, because cash is private. You can go to somebody, buy something, pay cash for it. It's not on the record, and they, they can't have that because the new world order is a order of total control where everything about you is known, cataloged, tracked, and surveilled. So you can't have cash. That's why cash will be outlawed. Any form of private trade, I believe even barter, will be outlawed. And, of course, it'll be a criminal offense if you try to barter something to avoid the system. So I do believe that uh, that we're going to see a huge crash. And there have been headlines about China uh, I'd like to bring up because China, uh, Evergrande, is a huge, uh, I guess one could call it, real estate corporation. And others are now beginning to show weakening. There was a prophecy, and I can't tell you if it was David Wilkinson or who it was, but he said all the trouble begins in China. It goes around the world, and we think we're going to escape. But Wilkinson said that when Mexico defaults, then you have two weeks to get everything you can out of your bank. And then cash will be king for a little while. And uh, then, of course, they will recall all cash. And uh, you won't be able to use cash. We will be into that whole new system. Uh, 
of which I believe the uh, the jab situation and, and the tracking and the uh, passports, et cetera, et cetera, are all going to lead into this new Chinese social credit system. And um, the great red dragon of the book of Revelation has showed up right on time. Anyway, um, here's another one, and this is about China. Former security chief, first wave of PLA soldiers will take Taiwan before the U.S. can intervene. Larry, how long do you think it would take for China to take Taiwan? I would think it would be over in less than an hour. Well, like Ukraine. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you listen to uh, uh, Jerry Golden, the Golden Report out of Jerusalem, uh, his information's out of Israel. He indicates that China is ready to take Taiwan, but they're waiting on Putin or Russia to attack Ukraine so they can use that as a cover uh, for their invasion. And, and oddly enough, there's also another report came out today. I was just looking in my notes to see real quick. Uh, here it is. Uh, let's see. China says it will attack any U.S. forces coming to the aid of Taiwan during the uh, Chinese invasion. And uh, also, uh, Hal Turner posted it, and he worded it like this. China vows to attack U.S. forces in any attempt to aid Taiwan during the Chinese takeover moves. So there you are. I mean, uh, the plan's kind of in place. And matter of fact, Mark Levin, and, and you might want to comment on this, Mark Levin made a very strange, you know, he's, he's on Fox, but yep. he made a very strange comment on his recent show. And uh, <clears throat> Stan Dale, actually, I put it on my blog today, Stan Dale, uh, posted the alert on it, and basically it was that the he is uh, Mark Levin is now saying that uh, the EMP attack on the USA is a real valid threat. What do you think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it would cripple us. We'd be thrown back to the Stone Age without power. Millions would die, especially if they do it in the cold weather. Uh, you know. Um, it would, because electricity fires most furnaces. It doesn't matter if you're burning kerosene or natural gas or propane. Uh, the only way you escape something like that is if you've got a wood stove to heat your house. You've got wood to burn. Uh, when your power goes out, folks, your water goes out. Your heating systems all go out. If you can't heat the house in the middle of winter, Guess what happens to all your plumbing? It freezes. It blows all the pipes. I mean, it, it'd be hell on earth. And they know that. And uh, nobody's done anything about really hardening the, uh, the system for the masses. Of course, obviously, the military has already hardened that so that they can survive an EMP attack. And, of course, with the sun acting up the way it is, and the uh, destroyer inbound. We're already seeing, by the way, the, the uh, destroyer uh, effects. And um, a lot of people just don't realize what what's really happening, but they are seeing it, right? Remember reading to you that they were not going to announce it. We, the scientific community, know that Earth changes are coming, but the consensus is we can do nothing without upsetting the current delicate balance of the global economy. And if we were to announce what we know publicly and admit we don't know what to do about it, it would set off worldwide panic that could be worse than keeping quiet and simply letting the events unfold. Besides, there's always a chance that we and you are wrong. Maybe nothing will happen at all. Now, that was a government research scientist speaking to Gordon Michael Scallion. And uh, James McKinney more or less said the same thing. The fact is that all government employees, especially those at the NASA, NASA, are under strict gag orders not to tell the public of impending disaster. 
Now, you might remember that uh, the Homeland Security, Janet Napolitano, when she resigned, warned us that bad things were coming. She didn't say when. She just said bad things were on the way for the American people. So, again, what do they know that the masses don't know? Well, here in Luke, there shall be signs in the sun, in the moon, in the stars, and upon the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things which shall be coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. So we're just now in the preliminary minor waves, and we've already seen it. Uh, they've already recorded these cosmic waves coming through. Uh, it, it's just, it's amazing that most people aren't paying any attention at all. The weather all over the world is very strange. Uh, I don't know what to tell people. There's nothing we can do about it. But uh, this is what's going to happen when it gets here. And the latest from... Uh, who was that? I can't think of his name right now. He just came on about the destroyer. Oh, uh, you're thinking about uh, Danoon? Yes, Danoon, uh, Israel Live there. Uh, he was talking about that the, he, he says the government has a new date, and that new date I think is September, I can't remember the month. Uh, but anyway, it was in 19, uh, 2029, which is very, very interesting in view of the biblical timelines. Anyway, this is what people are going to see. It raged across the heavens in the days of wrath. And this was its likeness. It was a billowing cloud of smoke enwrapped in a ruddy glow, not distinguishable in joint or limb. Its mouth was an abyss from which came flame, smoke, and hot cinders. God caused a celestial dragon from out of the heavens to encompass the earth about. The seas were loosened from their cradles and rose up, pouring across the land. There's your uh, pole shift. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but we got other stuff to talk about. What else you want to bring up, Larry? Well, it, yeah, it was interesting that in Danoon's uh, presentation about the destroyer, uh, insiders in the Biden administration was advising him uh, they're putting the destroyer and it, its entourage way off in the future, way off. It's kind of like uh, uh, so far it, it, the destroyer will probably come along when uh, the Pfizer or, or some of the uh, – Charlie Victor injections, uh, they tell you really what's in it, far, far, <laughs> far in the future. But what's interesting is uh, he did admit that even though Biden administration was putting it way off in the future, that Russia was in total disagreement and had other information. Yes. Yeah, we know it's inbound, we know it's coming, and it sounds to me like uh... – uh, it's not that far off either. We're already, like I said, we're already feeling uh, some of the uh, preliminary effects. And the, the Book of the Colburn stated very plainly that when we saw those preliminary ripples and effects from this incoming object and its entourage, that the people would not recognize it. The scientists would not even recognize it for what it was. And so here we go. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, I had Charlie something else. Vic yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. Oh, I, would, I was just going to share another headline real quick that's kind of interesting because uh, Augusto had mentioned on his show a couple of weeks ago that people are moving. And yeah. uh, then I shared on his show about that friend of mine that came up to Hebner uh, to the Runestone area and also met me for a meal at McDonald's and from Louisiana and wanted to share this incredible uh, dream that he had. And basically the, the dream was uh, that all over the U.S., all over, the, all over America, 
people were just piling stuff in their cars and hitting the road. And he said, I have no idea. He said, I didn't see any kind of catastrophe occurring at that present minute, but something was causing people to, like the Dust Bowl days, throw them and all their stuff, their kids, what they could get in their vehicles and hitting the road. And, and they were they were traveling. And he said, I never knew exactly what it was. Now, my friend passed away a few years ago, but I never did forget the dream. Well, listen to this headline, because I'm even aware personally of people that are beginning to change locations, if you will. Mm-hmm. This is Prophecy, prophecynewswatch.com put this out today. It's called The Great Realignment, as millions of Americans are relocating for ideological reasons with a mass exodus from the blue states going to the red states. Yeah. Well, you know, in these blue state cities, I mean, there's nothing but carjackings and shootings and everything else going on. Uh, The communists are lawless. They're doing all this deliberately. Uh, We now found out that George Soros has been funding all this defund the police routine that's been going on in all the blue states and it's just sheer insanity of course but uh the people i guess i don't know what's going on they don't seem to be able to protest much uh so anyway here's here's a headline switching over fossey we are prepared to start delivering variant booster jabs there will be thousands of variants. Do you understand what they're telling you? Mil- uh, in Israel, for example, here's an interesting one, if I can find it real quick. Israel health officials tell the public to prepare for endless boosters. We will need to take the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. But where does it stop? Eighth, ninth. making somebody very, very wealthy who produces these things. And now they're even saying, Fossey says, fully jabbed will soon mean three jabs. Isn't that awful? They're just going to keep doing it, folks, until you wake up. When you wake up, then they'll come in with something different, probably. Um... I don't know. It's just incredible what they're doing. Uh, Charlie Victor patients at this hospital are dying at a rate we've never, ever seen before. It's taking a toll on all the health care workers. So people are dying, but they aren't dying from Charlie Victor. They're dying from the jab. And it's obvious. Uh, Anyway, military takeover. Fired unvaccinated nurses being replaced with National Guard troops. So they're really starting to clamp down, and um, hopefully, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Larry? What else you got you want to bring up? Well, I was just going to mention that uh, it's not odd that about 22 states so far According to Augusto Perez, uh, he did the research on it. Twenty-two states have already initiated their own uh, state guards, uh, their own militias that are not at all controlled by Washington D.C. So many of, and even, as a matter of fact, uh, DeSantis in Florida now is uh, invoking legislation to have an emergency uh, Florida state guard. Uh, initiated, you know, and funded that is not under the control of Washington, D.C. So it appears that a number of states already knew where this is going and knew that their their, their federal National Guards were going to be activated and controlled by a rogue president. And so yep. they've been, by, they've been under, the, under the, the weather, kind of slowly and quietly, already doing this to have 22 states that's already formulated it and it's already in progress well this is that long forecast breakup of the union and uh it'll probably go in sections and uh, that means we're going to be at our weakest point which means that both china and russia and all of our enemies of which we now have made all around the world 
would pounce at that point in time. So it all seems to be converging. And it's very, very interesting. It's all during the Schmitter year, which ends next September. And um, I don't know. I just think that uh, we're in a lot of trouble. And uh, as, as the new world order marches on and the noose tightens around the people, and particularly around the unjabbed, uh, here's, here's a headline. Government and health officials held discussions about travel measures and other rules later on Thursday. Uh, and this is about the uh, Charlie Victor into imposing restrictions on the unjabbed. This is how they're going to bring about the mark of the beast. That eventually, if you do not have this mark be it the jab or whatever it is, you simply cannot probably even leave your home. And uh, if you can't leave your home, then you're in isolation. And they also said that uh, uh, they're setting up all these camps everywhere. Well, we've known about the FEMA camps for years, and everybody mocked it. Said, no, that's not true. Well, that couldn't possibly happen in the United States of America. Well, we've got over 800 of them, folks. It has happened already right under your face. They're there. They're just waiting. Some of them have already been activated. That was one of my chief bones against Trump. He never did anything to deactivate any of these. Uh, to the contrary. Uh, just the opposite. Anyway, uh, they're all coming out with the same thing. We've got to tighten the noose. We've got to restrict people. And we're going to have to talk about no travel, state-to-state uh, -state, uh, stopping points, papers. Uh, you won't be able to get health insurance. They're already talking about that now, that if you're not jabbed, you cannot get uh, health insurance. So they're going to tighten everything up. Want a driver's license? Well, you're going to have to prove. Uh, want this? Want that? No, no, you can't have that because you're not approved. And on and on and on it goes. So these passports are really, I believe, the beginning of the uh, global social credit system that China has been experimenting with now for years. And they use China because China's a dictatorship. So it's easier to try all those things in a place like China where the people cannot rise up and stop it. And so they can fine tune the system. But you can't really do that in America without getting into trouble because of that troublesome constitution. We have this thing that gets in the way and uh, that's why, and oh, by the way, Larry, did you see that article where they're talking about in some of the blue states of getting rid of the county sheriff? Well, I, I just can't, I simply can't understand why people want to live in a blue state. I, I think they're going to be hell <laughs> on earth very soon. Yeah, and the reason, of course, they want to get rid of the county sheriff, most people do not realize, including most sheriffs don't realize they have more power in their county than any other law enforcement official in the United States. They have the power. They can even tell uh, federal officials, get out of my county. I don't want you here. They have that power. That's why they want to get rid of him. Because he is the last, how do I say, uh, thing in their way of a total dictatorship. Anyway, uh, here's another one. Fully jabbed to count for nine in every ten Charlie Victor deaths over the past four months. Nine in every ten. <laughs> that doesn't tell you something? Nothing will. Headline, are the Cascade Volcanoes about to wake up soon? What's going on out there, Larry? What have you found? 
Well, interestingly, Strange Sounds put out a, a really good article on it, a warning article. It says, New Nightmare Scenario. It says the highly dangerous Cascadia subduction zone is now linked to the overdue San Andreas Fault, and both could trigger a megaquake along the U.S. West Coast. I think we're going to get one. And I read somewhere that La Palma had kind of quieted down a little bit. Is that true, or is that just it's not rising any further? Well, that's the rhetoric they've been using for a month. You've been hearing the same thing for a solid month. When when you really go research the data, it's just chugging along. I mean, you know, it's actually adding, adding vents. It's still pumping magma. It's still got ash. You know, it's still a volcano that's active in motion, and every time it, lately that you hear about it, if you do hear about it, it's that, oh, it's settling down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get ready, folks, because we're moving into something that's uh, really not going to be too pleasant. Here's a headline. I think I might have read this before. Massive U.S. military movements over Europe. Putin gets ready for war. Ukraine opens their bomb shelters. Uh, the thing is, heading, you know what's uh, interesting? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to comment, Stuart. Uh, you know, I'm still every once in a while hearing rhetoric out there that we shouldn't be afraid of Russia because Russia—it's not the Soviet Union. Well. Stuart, you and I, a few years ago, we started warning about the Russian military, and everybody told us it was completely mothballed. And do do people not realize how strong the military in Russia really is? No. They're lying to us, I guess, along with everything else. You know how strong the U.S. military is? That's a bunch of baloney. We suffered greatly under Barack, and uh, his gutting, basically, of the military, his purging of our key generals that we needed. And uh, I don't know. I, uh, you know, we're, we're in a lot of trouble, folks. And they've run scenarios that uh, if we got into a fight with China, for example, over Taiwan, we'd be eliminated in about 60 minutes. And they did the same thing with uh, Ukraine and Russia, and the same thing would happen over there. We're, we're not as strong. And, and the bad part about us right now is we've turned our back on Jesus Christ. Absolutely have turned our back. The Christians are refusing and redacting everything Jesus said. Well, you can't get away with that for too long before the Lord says, I think I've had about enough of you people. And if that is what I believe has happened, our military no longer is going to have the Lord's protection at all. This is going to be really, really bad news for everybody, including most of us listening. Anyway, uh, I guess uh, that we there is a lot more news, but basically I have to say, heads up. Larry, last word. Yeah, my last word is I'm reading a new book series called the Mystery Babylon series, the first book called The Bear from Jamie Lee Gray. And oddly mm -hmm. enough, here's, here's what it says, and we'll talk about it maybe the next show. It says, uh, meanwhile, Russia and China have launched hybrid warfare against the United States. A sleepy administration is slow to respond. Will they wake up in time to save the country, or will the nation collapse into the waiting jaws of the bear and the dragon? Yep, that's about it. That's where we are right now. It's just too bad that people are sound asleep and our leaders have betrayed us. And what there is no other way to word it. And uh, we're, we're, we're in a lot of trouble, folks. That's all there is to it. Nothing else to say about it. We are cooked. We are done. Save a miracle from the Lord, which doesn't appear because there is no repentance in the land. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Heads up. Have a good weekend, and uh, keep your 
ears open. If anything happens, we'll do an emergency broadcast. Anyway, good night, folks.